Good morning and thanks for tuning in to WECS 90.1 FM Willimantic or through Clovercrestmedia.com. I'm Eden Elizabeth and welcome back to the final episode of Get Schooled for the fall 2020 semester. I know, I know, I'm upset too. Don't forget you can tune into I-98.3 every weekday this week from 6 to 10 p.m. or on Saturday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. You can also check out my other work at Clovercrestmedia.com. Get Schooled will be taking a short hiatus from now until the start of the spring 2021 semester, so I hope you all enjoy the rest of your fall semester, and I wish you all the best of luck on your finals. Speaking of next semester, I hope class registration went well for the freshmen on Monday. Based on what I heard, things went well. For those of you who had a plan, a code, and a backup plan ready, the morning of registration was smooth. Shout out to the administration, the registrar, and the Academic Success Center for having such a smooth registration day. Before I talk about upcoming events, on campus, Provost William Salka sent out an email last night regarding the updated credit no credit policy. The University Senate voted to alter the credit no credit course policy for this semester and I think it may provide some help during these difficult times. And this is the same policy that was adopted last spring and it applies to both undergraduate and graduate students. For the fall 2020 semester, students may change as many courses as they want to credit no credit. A grade of credit for the fall 2020 semester will count for any major, minor, entrance requirement, language, LAC requirement, and all other university graduation requirements. Taking one or more classes as credit no credit this semester will not count against the overall number of credit no credit classes you can take over the course of your time at Eastern. You are still allowed to take four additional credit no credit courses regardless of how many courses are put on credit no credit this semester. The deadline to choose a credit no credit option is December 7th, 2020 and the decision would not be revocable after that. Any letter grade of D or higher will receive credit and for fall 2020 students may repeat a course for credit no credit. Please keep in mind that taking a course for credit rather than having a letter grade may have implications for your graduate school or future employment plans. Therefore, students should consult with advisors regarding individual major expectations, effects on graduate school and employment opportunities, and the continuing requirement that they will receive 12 credits of letter grades to be considered for the dean's list. Here are some events going on on campus this week. Today at 3 is a talking about the tough stuff, the questions around privilege and inclusion via WebEx. You can join Jess Petrie from the Intercultural Center and Eastern Baseball coach Brian Hamm for the student-centered workshop. It is designed to help you acknowledge and begin the process towards critically examining what privilege and inclusion looks like. Recognizing and understanding privilege and inclusion is a key step towards tackling the inequality of black, indigenous, and people of color in our institutions and society. To register, you can visit tinyurl.com slash workshop students. Today at 5 p.m. via WebEx is Flow Yoga, where you can join certified yoga instructor Kelly Maddenjohn for a mindful moving yoga flow with classical moves to practice balance, flexibility, and strength. You can get the WebEx meeting ID in your Eastern email. Also at 5 p.m. via WebEx is the Many Faces of You Paint Night, where you can join the Women's Center, the NAACP, and females for a virtual guided reflection and paint night. Artist Joy Holder will guide participants through an introspective painting activity where they will be encouraged to look at themselves and their own intersecting multicultural identities. Supplies will be provided and can be picked up at the Women's Center after you have registered. To sign up, check out the Commuter Newsletter. And on Thursday, November 19th is the Trans Day of Remembrance, virtual candlelit vigil all day via Instagram where you can join the Pride Center in honoring the transgender lives lost due to anti-transgender violence. To participate, simply take a picture of your candle and post it on your Instagram story. Tag at Eastern underscore PC and use the hashtag TDOR and they will feature it on their page. At 5 p.m. via WebEx is Trans Lives Matter. 
the Transgender Day of Remembrance is an annual observance that honors those who have lost their lives to anti-transgender violence. Join the Pride Center Thursday for a meaningful conversation with Michaela Gallucci, Armani L., and Eastern student Michael Williams as they share their life stories. Again, you can check out the commuter newsletter for the link to join. At 7 p.m., there will be Dance Fitness on WebEx where you can join Coach Erica for a class that is structured to be a high-intensity dance-style fitness workout. All levels of fitness are welcomed and encouraged. No prior experience is required. And then don't forget, Cab is doing another movie night in the BTR. It's another showing of Get Out at 8 p.m. Cab is still going strong with monthly movies, and their second showing of Get Out will be Thursday at 8, with doors opening at 7.30. Registration is required, so you can sign up for your spot at bit.ly slash rsvpcab. On Friday at noon on WebEx, join Coach Erica for a class inspired and custom designed with Pilates, ballet-inspired movement, resistance training, and yoga. All levels of fitness are welcome, and no prior experience is required. The WebEx meeting ID is also in your Eastern email. From 6 to 8 in the BTR is the Winter Bash. You loved their grab-and-go style events this fall, so CAB planned their biggest one yet to end the semester with a bang. You can sign up at bit.ly slash rsvpcab to reserve a time slot to pick up a stuffed animal kit, a teddy bear ornament kit, and more. Registration is required. And at 7.30 via YouTube, the Percussion Ensemble will be having a live concert featuring works from Percussion Ensemble, Chamber Percussion Group, and World Percussion Ensemble. It will premiere on Friday at 7.30 and will be available to stream through Sunday, November 22nd. This week, I had the pleasure of interviewing Nicole Healy, who was a graduate intern for the Office of Student Activities here at Eastern. Keep in mind, due to COVID-19 protocols, I'm not allowed to have guests with me in the studio, so I recorded this remotely. Welcome to the show. I'm so thrilled to have you. Please introduce yourself. My name is Nicole Healy. I am currently one of three graduate interns in the Office of Student Activities here at Eastern. I am also a grad student, so I go to Central for a Master's of Science in Counselor Education with a specialization in student development in higher ed. That is super cool. I love that. So tell us about your work as a graduate intern with the Office of Student Activities. All right. So what's great about student activities is that even though the three internships are broken into kind of branches of the department. We also get to kind of dip our toes in a couple other um, things. We're kind of in a little bit of everything. So my position is technically the campus activity board slash programming internship. And that basically means that I oversee CAB and I help them with their programming. I help them find the program from contracting the vendor or the talent all the way through to seeing the event actually happen. Um, but I also, as um, Kind of other pieces, I do work with commuter initiatives. I'm one of two grads that works with that. I particularly am in charge of marketing and communications with commuters, which includes the newsletter that goes out on Monday mornings, as well as um, the Instagram account. Um, and I also oversee some of our clubs. We each, everyone in the office has different clubs they oversee. So I oversee the recreation clubs, which there's about, I think, 18 or 20 of them, which WCS Radio is one of them. So I get to help them out as well. Um, what else is there? There's a couple other little things that come up here and there. Like during the summer, we all help with orientation. We help with, um, what's it called? Warrior welcome, things like that as they come. So yeah, there's a lot that we do, but I really love it. I love it all. <laughs> well, that is amazing. I mean, all my friends are so impressed that despite COVID, you know, you guys have been putting out a lot of programming and I love it as well. You guys have been doing such a great job with that. And you have a lot going on. That is a whole lot you guys do over there. Holy <laughs> cow. <laughs> so what would you say you like most about the commuter community? Um, so it's a bit interesting this semester because I didn't go to Eastern for undergrad, so I'm still kind of, I still feel new, even though I've been working here since May because I haven't seen what it was like pre-COVID. But something 
about working with commuters. I just really love, even though in undergrad, I was never a commuter. I actually was a resident for all four years and I was a resident advisor for two years. But I think what makes me so like passionate about the commuter initiatives that I've been working with is that I did have a lot of commuter friends at my undergrad that were like, we don't get the t-shirts that you get as a resident. We don't get to go to some of the events that your RAs are holding, we're not allowed to. And we don't get that kind of same experience which which can be a huge disadvantage to some students and makes them feel a lot less included. So that was something that I really wanted to work on with the commuters and kind of building that community because it is hard on primarily commuter campuses like my undergrad and like Eastern um, to get commuters involved, to get them, to encourage them to stay on campus after their classes. And that is has been especially challenging with COVID because there aren't a lot of spaces where you can just go hang out because there are capacities to all the rooms and, and places that they don't want you to be if you don't have to be there. You know, we also have a massive population of, um, of commuter students, quote unquote, who actually take all their classes online. So they're not even present on campus. So it's really hard. It's been a challenge to figure out a balance of programming towards commuters that will cater to those that are fully home and those that can still be here in person. Yeah, definitely. And that's really important. And I, I just love that altogether. I think that's so important in really getting commuters to still feel a part of campus. And I lived on campus last year. I was the president of my halls RHA. So to go from being on campus, you know, like at all times, now I'm there like once or twice a week. It is really weird, but you guys do a really great job still making me feel like I'm a part of the community. And I absolutely love that. So kind of going along with what you were just saying, you know, what would you like to see changed within the commuter community? Um, I, there's a couple of things that I would love to see. First of all, I hope, and this is with COVID, but I would hope that we could get um, a greater sense of community building and more social kind of events geared specifically towards commuters, not to outcast residents at all, but just because that is a huge population of our campus that tends to get overlooked. Um, and not only just having commuters helping them get to know each other, but helping them to get to um, be connected to the resources they have on campus, to so all the opportunities that they have as commuters or just as students overall, connect them to faculty and staff and really help them to feel involved and included and make them want to stay on campus for like longer than just their hour or two of classes. So that's definitely something I would love to see by the time I leave, because I am in the first year of my um, internship, so I will be here for about a year and a half more. I would hope to find some sort of space on campus that can become a commuter lounge or a commuter space specifically for them where we could gear programming towards where we could have resources like brochures and stuff laid out for students and just like because at my undergrad we had one which was really important because it it was kind of small only had like a couple of tables and a microwave but it was still a space that commuters knew that they could go to for class that would be open to them and would be and there would be people there that they could talk to that share it, the similar experience of commuting. Absolutely. So yeah, that's great. That's something we actually have talked about in student government because um, a couple of us are commuters. And even last year, they discussed possibly like a commuter hub idea, you know, like with a fridge or a microwave and things of that sort. So I'm glad to hear that. And that's hope I hope we can see that possibly while you are still an intern. But then really, my last question for you, know, is do you have any advice for commuters out there? Hmm, there's a lot of ways I could go with that. I think the first thing that comes to mind is don't be afraid to try new things and get involved. Um, especially with things being virtual, it becomes a lot easier to join clubs and organizations and to get connected to different resources. Every 
office and every club on campus has an Instagram. It's the easiest thing to just follow their page, DM them with your questions and get connected. And they really do want you to come, whether it's like mid-semester joining club, something like that. Don't be afraid to reach out because if you find a club that is something you're interested in, everyone in that room that's with you already shares one thing in common with you. And that just makes it so much easier to build those relationships and those friendships. I think also, especially now with COVID academically, it's important to, um, my advice academically would be to um, advocate for yourself and don't be afraid to go to your advisor or go to a professor and say, hey, like I need some extra guidance. I need some help. Can I have an extra day to finish this? Because 99% of the time when you ask, the answer will be yes. But if you don't ask, the answer will always be no. So it's very important to accept and ad part of it's admitting, but part of it's also just communicating that, hi, I'm struggling and I need help. Can you assist me? You know, and, and that will also help build those relationships with faculty the same way that we'd help to through programming. So all of that is very important, I would say, to the undergraduate experience. Well, that is great advice. Thank you so much. And I want to thank you again for coming on the show. That was really my last question for you. So just thank you for everything that you do in the Office of Student Activities. You are incredible. It was so nice to like really get to sit down and finally meet you. You are incredible. Thank you so much. Thank you. You're incredible, too. If you agree that only one hour a week isn't enough, you can tune into I-98.3 every weekday this week from 6 to 10 p.m. or on Saturday from 10 a.m. to 2 p.m. You can also check out my other work at clovercrestmedia.com. Well, I can't believe this is the end of the fall 2020 semester. Like I said, Get Schooled will be taking a short hiatus until spring 2021 semester. You can also check out at Eden Elizabeth on air on Instagram. Get Schooled on Facebook and at EdenElizabeth51 on Twitter for any updates from me during this hiatus. Again, I want to thank everybody for supporting the show. Your support means the world to me. For now, class is dismissed, but I'll catch you guys next semester.